Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast And today I'm going to talk about things that are so controversial in Indonesia Namely, the Omnibus Bill on Job Creation or RUU Cipta Kerja This will be a topic of conversation So I apologize if there is a mistake in speech or something The Job Creation Bill is a bill prepared using the Omnibus Law method which consists of 15 chapters and 174 clauses so that the ratification of this bill has an impact on 1,203 clauses of 79 related laws and is divided into 7,197 lists of problem inventories. The House of Representatives or DPR Republic Indonesia passed the Omnibus Law on the Job Creation Bill RUU into a law. This decision was taken at the 7th DPR Republic Indonesia plenary session for the first trial period 2020 until 2021. Previously, the plenary meeting was scheduled for Thursday, October 8, 2020. However, On Monday, October 5 afternoon, the media crew were surprised by the agenda of the plenary meeting on that same day at 2 p.m. There was no explanation from the DPR why this agenda was suddenly accelerated. The ratification was marked by interruption from the Democrats and PKS. At first, the meeting went well. Chairman of the DPR Republic Indonesia, Supratman Andi Adgetas, read out the result of the agreement in the BAMUS or Badan Musyawarah that afternoon. Six fraction approve the ratification of the job creation law, one fraction accepted with notes and two fraction refuse. However, after Supratman read out the BAMUS result, a member of the Democratic fraction Benny Kaburharman asked for an interruption. Benny's view was also corroborated by another member of the Democratic Party, Marwan Cik Asan, who revealed the deliberation of the job coalition law was too fast and must be long term. After all factions shared they, their views, Democrats reiterated their reduction. Benny then interrupted the next agenda, namely the views of the government. Benny intended to clarify his fractional view. However, Benny's request to speak was rejected by meeting chairman Aziz. Not given the opportunity to speak, Benny emphasized that the Democrat Party decided to walk out of the plenary session and Aziz immediately knocked the hammer for the ratification of the job creation bill into law. Even though it has been passed, the Labour Alliance still rejects some of the rules in the job creation law. The plan for the ratification of the job creation bill by the DPR has responded to plans for strikes and demonstration by some labor unions and trade union confederation. This is based on their disagreement with bill job creation. A number of workers who were about to carry out the action were intercepted at several points. With this, it can be seen that the government has deliberately closed the space for people's aspiration to discuss the work copyright bill. When everyone noticed this pandemic, they rushed over to discuss this bill, so that some people are suspicious of the DPR. What is the real purpose of this bill being passed so quickly?
According to an article from a Northwestern University student, the problematic and non-transparent political process was the main cause of the demonstration against the, the government and the DPR. The government argues that the existence of a work bill can increase employment and restore the economy. The government's assumption that loosening the work regulation will attract investors which in turn will encourage job creation. However, the root of the problem of unemployment and lack of employment in Indonesia is not due to a lack of capital income. According to economist analysis Faisal Basri, that investment performance in Indonesia is quite good as evidenced by the increasing investment but the absorption of labor in the country has actually decreased. Behind some controversial issues related to the job creation law, is there a positive impact? The job creation law is an effort to simplify the process of starting a business. Deputy Chairperson of the DPR for Political and Security Coordinator, Aziz Shamsuddin, assessed that the substance in the Omnibus Law of the Work Creation Bill, or RUU Cipta Kerja, will make it easier for micro, small, and medium enterprises of or UMKM to take care of registering their business legal entities at the Ministry of Law and Human Rights, or Kemenkumham. This facility will make UMKM players entitled to get legal assistance and protection if something happens in the process of their business. The Coordinating Minister for the Economy, Armenko Enkonomi Erlangga Haritanto explained that the purpose of the job creation law is the government's effort to cut the complicated bureaucracy. Regarding the workforce cluster, which is a lot of discussion in the community, especially related to issues or hoaxes that have circulated too much, resulting in wrong and irresponsible perception. In the job creation law, the amount of severance pay is regulated, so that workers get certainty of severance pay and receive additional job loss benefit, or jaminan kehilangan pekerjaan, which regulates workers who are terminated, or PHK, get other benefits in the form of increased competence, or upskilling, as well as access to new work opportunities. Related to exploitative working hours, the number of working hours is in the manpower law. In addition, the job creation law also does not eliminate the right to menstrual leave and maternity leave, per wage and welfare protection. The rights of workers must also be protected in the event of a change in the outsourcing company. Furthermore, Regarding to the issue of foreign workers or TKA free enter Indonesia, the coordinating minister explained the Ciptaker law stipulates that foreign workers who can work in Indonesia only for certain position for a certain time and must have certain competencies. Then, companies that employ foreign workers are required to have a plan for the use of foreign workers or RPTKA 
So in this case, the government needs to hold more intensive socialization and always apply transparency to the people regarding any regulation that will be applied. Because after all, the people also have the right to speak their opinion. And us as a society must filter the circulating information more and use social media as a medium of information wisely. That's all podcast for me today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. See you.